to Powered by Anxiety, the very first episode. I'm your host, Anna. And I'm Hala. We're two friends who met in high school and now live in, on opposite ends of the world. And we want to use this to talk about mental health, dating, everyday life, and just whatever else there is. While sometimes drinking iced coffee, even though we already have anxiety. You know, just to make it worse. Might yes. as well, you know, feel just bad about our lives. Up. <laughs> um, but I love iced coffee though, so it kind of sucks whenever like I want to drink iced coffee when I'm already anxious that day. I'm like, mm. fuck it, I'm gonna buy more iced coffee and just make this worse and feel bad about myself. Do you still remember my order? I just I don't know why. I always feel like there was a time when you got iced coffee, probably a Fenty, with fucking nine pumps of caramel or something like that and i remember i was just like are you are you just gonna drink straight up sugar or something like yes. you okay yes and then my and... mozzarella panini oh, oh my god you got that all the time <laughs> you made me get that on the way to my first doctor's appointment <laughs> like before i picked you up it was or so after good. something like that like it was so good I think I was almost late to the appointment. For real? I don't remember, but like you were the one that went with me, right? Yeah. 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 Damn. I made you go. Yeah, I know. I mean, I really appreciate that. I don't know how much longer I would have waited if you didn't make me go, but yeah. Sometimes you just have to do what you got to do as a friend. Right. And that was me. That was a long time ago. But speaking I of... I pushed you to everything. Yeah. Speaking of, we're going to be probably just talking about ourselves, how we met, and just some small things here and there kind of getting this started, letting people know about us and things like that. But yeah, we met in high school, as I mentioned earlier. I was a, I was a freshman, and you were a sophomore. Yeah. And I knew who you were already, because... I remember, like, we had, so we had, our school had block schedules, so, like, A, B days, and yeah. we had English classes. You had English, too, on seventh period, and I had English one, and we both had uh, B lunch with all our other mutual friends, just, like, a giant group of, like, ESL kids in, like, the corner of the cafeteria. <laughs> But I remember seeing you on the day when sophomores and juniors were supposed to take the pre-SAT. And since I was a freshman, we had like this weird ass like fitness test to take. And I was like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this right now? For no apparent reason. Like we're just going to be run back and forth the lab when it beeps. And mm. all those weird shit. Um, and you were there. Yeah. I was tying my shoe, and then I came you up. came over. <laughs> Are you a sophomore? Aren't you a sophomore? Right. Yeah. What are you doing here? Aren't you supposed to take the test? Right. Well, <laughs> that's when it all started. I still think it's because that they probably pull you out of it because you were new, and you're in ESL. True. But I don't know because I had to take that stuff like. When I was a sophomore and junior, and I did not know a thing. Like, 
I didn't even know English that well. And you expect me to know all these vocabularies that I have never seen in my life? That we don't even use that often, honestly. Like, For real? They, they test you on things that, I don't know, like, it's not really necessary. Oh, do you remember those tests that we had to do yearly? Where the they test? Like, the, the, te- the I can't even say the it The vocabulary test? I, I'm not sure which Oh, the ESL were... ones? I thought you meant yeah. the, the state one. I never took the state ones. Oh, the tax test. Yeah. I was the last class to take that. And then, like, the grade after I started taking the star. That one is hard. Star counts as mm-hmm. part of your, like, grade. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Um, They changed the whole thing. But um, the ESL test was stupid. Mm. Like, I remember one year I took it with a school counselor. Yeah. And she told me, like, she didn't even know half the things if she were to take it. <laughs> like, why are we being quizzed on things that, like, even people that live here don't know. Right? Because there was, there was a picture of an airplane, right? And I was like, oh, that's a plane. What yeah. kind of plane is it? Am I a pilot? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm going to high school right now to learn the things I need to know so I can go to college. But am I going to be a pilot? <laughs> what do I need this information for? Like, hello? Oh my god. And yeah. I was so confused, like, Every year, I just did not know what that was. No. Same thing with me with the shoe tongue. Like the oh, tongue of the shoe. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I never knew what that was. And Miss Larson was the one who was um, testing me every year. Right. Mm-hmm. And every year, she was like, do you know what this is? I'm like, no. Why not? Well, I I don't know. It's a shoe thing. How am I supposed to know what thing that is? And I always felt so stupid after those tests because I felt pretty confident in speaking English. Right. And, like, I didn't take a lot of ESL classes either. So Mm -hmm. I felt so confident. And every time that stupid tongue of the shoe came up, I was done. I was like, I oh, fuck this test. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Why do I need to know that? You know, after the first time I took that test, I like immediately asked someone what that was. I forgot who it was that I asked, but I asked somebody. Mm. Yeah. So that I would know the next time. Yeah. And now it won't get out of my head. I'm just like, that's tongue. But, you know, you're not going to know, but it's just tongue. Yeah. Like, who needs that stuff? I don't know. When am I going to, like, write an essay be like, I tied my shoe and I looked at the tongue of it. <laughs> like, hello? Like, mm, I don't know. Like, And we had to write essays, too. Damn. Remember? So, like, in other core classes. Yeah. If they were, I don't know if we had to do if we were in ESL class, probably. Probably. But English, the social studies courses, the science class, and the math class, if we're in it, Everyone in the class has to write something yeah, on a topic that the teacher told us to write about. Yeah. And I felt bad because I knew that they were doing that because of me. And what? everyone in the class were just not in ESL. I was the only kid 
in there except for like maybe pre-ap pre-cal because i remember alexis or no i do the remember. taiwanese girl yeah yeah i do remember yeah, yeah yeah um so she was in that class with me so i knew that we we both had to do that but everyone else did everyone else was not in esl but they had to write essays too so like i felt bad every time i was in a regular class because mm. then everyone else has to write during yeah. class oh man but i mean it's a really easy essay you just write about a thing that you've learned in class and i'm just like okay why but yeah anyways um high school is kind of a blur for me now um i don't remember much of it i remember just me wanting to um become more and more fluent in english because i felt like it was never good enough i still feel like it's not good enough even though it's fine like i can hold conversations with people but mm. when i just first moved here like in seventh grade up to like maybe sophomore year i always felt like i had to keep improving myself because yeah especially when i first moved here i didn't really know how to um um i guess put the words together like construct sentences and stuff and talk to people like i wouldn't know what people would say to me but yeah. i didn't know how to respond yeah and i also felt like i had like this slight accent that i feel like i still have sometimes and then when i start thinking that i feel like i'm making it worse mm. so um i just i guess tried really hard to get rid of that so that no one suspects or not suspects or like things that i'm not from here kind of thing yeah. which is kind of dumb to think of it now but like i still feel that way sometimes but then when people get surprised that i'm not from here they're like oh my god but your english is so good and stuff i'm like <laughs> thank you like in a way i feel like i accomplished it but then at the same time it's like so i can't speak english if i'm from somewhere else you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of like i don't know there's two sides of it to it so yeah um yeah i don't remember much other than like just going out off campus with you and other people to make class right <laughs> we used to walk there that was it was so hot i don't know how I we did know. that that oh. was nuts well i remember high school well well some days i don't some days i do Mm -hmm. But for me, high school was more about being popular because I guess that's how just puberty worked. Like, I wanted to be liked by everyone. Mm -hmm. And I did so much shit, but I, I still wanted to be that good student. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I always had to pay attention in class. And mm -hmm. I, I couldn't even sleep in class because the thing, yeah, I just couldn't. So I tried to, like, especially during, like, lunches or when we had those seven minutes to walk to each class. Yeah. Um, I, I always had to be, like, with friends. And, like, my, yeah. High school was, like, just a popularity thingy for me. 
Yeah. I don't even know what high school was for me, really. I think I I was still trying to figure myself out. Yeah. I never really dated anyone in high school. I mean, aside from that one little thing that we both know about when I was yeah. a sophomore. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like really just two weeks long. So I don't really count that as a relationship or anything like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I had I, my first everything in high school. I remember that. I remember a lot of things. A lot of things. Um, but I did sleep a lot my senior year. Because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of my classes were super easy. Like, I took aquatic science. We did dissect stuff, but, like, there were a lot of days when we just didn't have anything to do. Especially towards the end of the year. We watched movies um, and stuff. And when I, whenever like we didn't have anything to do, I would just sleep. And one time I actually did fall asleep on the lab table. I woke up later. I found a note to the office. Like the teacher didn't even bother to wake me up. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, I guess I got to go to the office now. Damn. But yeah, she was really I, nice. I never had problems with that i skipped once but that was like pe and i still had a hundred on my attendance you know with pe i always ask uh miss corson carson corson corson right i don't know um but you know who i'm talking about um yeah. i used to go to her classroom first and like i would ask her for a pass and then i'll give it to the coach in pe yeah, yeah. But then eventually, like, as soon as I walked in, she would just have a pass ready for me to grab. <laughs> she just knew. Um, she was really nice. But uh, I remember I took PE my senior year, probably. Mm-hmm. And towards, like, the second half of it, the coach left. So it was just a substitute for the rest of the semester. And I was mm. like, okay, I guess. And we didn't do anything. And our final was just nothing. Because <laughs> well. I remember, like, I wanted to go to, uh, go hang out somewhere else for final. And I asked, I asked the substitute, and I was like, can I go to, like, you know, so-and-so's classroom? Mm. He asked me, he was like, can you do this? And then he, like, did a really stupid thing with his arm. Like, not yeah. even, like, an exercise, just, like, a move. And I, I, and I was like, I guess. And he's like, okay, you have a hundred, you can go. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I guess, thanks. Oh, and man. then that was it. That was my PE. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that, re- that reminds me. One time, I'm not sure if I sh- should talk about this, but um, I have like big anxiety when it comes to oral presentations, mm-hmm. and we were supposed to write an essay about. The people who invented things and i had um the guy who invented at&t and like the telephone alexander graham bell and right. what i did i just took like the german website of wikipedia mm-hmm. copied everything and put it right. into english into the translation mm-hmm. and then i rewrote everything into my words and i Jesus got a b for Christ. that wow and 
when I had to take my presentation, like my oral presentation, mm-hmm. I like completely blacked out. I didn't know anything, but she still gave me like a good grade because my essay was so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you cheated. I did. But that was like the only time I cheated. You I, never I, cheated again? No. I don't know how test? to cheat. No. Damn. I mean, like, I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> but I have cheated my freshman year, I think. Which uh-huh. is really stupid. Not to think of it. Uh-huh. But it was in a classroom. It was in a class that I, I like, could not learn a thing from. Mm. Because every two seconds, the teacher would just stop and start lecturing people. Oh. And, like, tell people to go to the office. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. Mm-mm. Um, but I would say it was biology. Oh, I'm not going to okay. go any further than that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh... That was a mess. But I will say that we... Oof. That was... We all sat in uh, lab tables in groups. And during, like, small tests and stuff, like, we... You remember, like, people would have... We have those, like, paper folder stuff that we put up during tests or yeah. something. Yeah. And then, like, for some reason, my friend at the time, she was able to... Even though she was technically closer to where the teachers or the front was, or she was facing that way, and that was more like, I guess, I don't know. But like, she could somehow still use her phone, and she like had someone else in the classroom text her <laughs> during the test. What? And then she would use sign language to tell me. <laughs> and I was like, oh. But, That's um, some achievement right there. I know, but that only happened like maybe two to three times because it just was a little, st- it was just dumb. Mm. Yeah, but I don't, I, I don't think I ever cheated in other classes. I might have like worked on like study guides with other people, but never really did anything else. Mm. Yeah, but that, that was a whole mess. <laughs> I bet. Uh, presentations though um i don't remember presenting it i don't know if i ever presented in miss inskip's class because i took geography with her mm-hmm. i didn't really like the class mm. um but also because she has so many like things to do i don't oh, know if you remember she but always, always gave us like stacks of work i know to do. And, like, on the test, there were so many maps and stuff to label. And I was like, <laughs> my brain's going to explode right now. I don't know all these countries. Like, that's too much. Yeah. I got through it. But I just don't remember if there was a presentation. I I probably had, like, maybe a few my sophomore year because I took speech. Mm. I don't know why I had to take speech, but I did it. I think it was on the plan because I had speech, too. Well, it should not be on the plan anymore. Because <laughs> um, I eventually started doing like solo presentations or speech before class because it was the first class of the day. Mm. And he was fine with it. Mm-hmm. And then 
uh, junior year, I don't remember. Oh, I probably did a presentation in、uh, Larson's class.、Mm. Um, yeah, I think it was probably English three, and there was only like five of us in there.、Mm. Um, and then it was mostly senior year because I remember senior year there were more presentations to do,、mm-hmm. and. I was so bold. I would just like go up to the teachers, like after class, be like, you know, just tell them that I have anxiety problems and stuff. Yeah. And, um, but they never got around to rescheduling any of the presentations. It was、mm-hmm. either that, or I would eventually do it before or outside of class, like during their office hours and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh. For the ones I never presented, I got an A. Yeah, and like, cause they would still see my work. They're like, it's fine. I'm like, <laughs> I guess. I mean, if you say so. Yeah, that person. But they all believed me.、Hmm? You're that person that everyone can trust. I guess. Yeah. Like my. I、dad. mean, I'm also that innocent friend that, like, when other people's parents see me, they allow their. Kids to hang out with me. I remember the time when you and Tim and Helen, Helen.、Mm-hmm. um, you messaged me and you were like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, nothing." Why? You want to go to McDonald's with us?、Mm-hmm. And then y'all came over to my place, but I was like, "Hey, um, if it's okay, can we wait until my dad comes home?" And then we talked outside for like an hour. And then when my dad came, I was like a hundred percent sure that he would say no. But then you ask him, "Hey, can Hala go with、uh, to McDonald's with us?" And he said yes. <laughs> and the only reason why he said it was because it was you. Yeah, because it was other people. He probably would have said no. <laughs> yeah, because he knows you. Yeah,、and、I mean it was like four or five in the morning, and we would yeah, go to、I、McDonald's.、Like, it was so late. What? But I remember, like by then, we already knew each other for a while. Yeah, and he already knew who I was. True. Never forget the first time he saw my face. <laughs> oh my god, because we, you know how like neither of us could drive. Yeah. We walked to McDonald's after class or after、yeah. school. And then we would walk back and wait for our dads to pick us up. Yeah. And your dad came first that day. He、yeah. looked at me from his driver's seat, did a double take, <laughs> like, "Sir." I remember. I, I remember he was like, "Oh, I didn't know she's Asian." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" He was like, "Yeah,、uh, she. Her name is Anna." I'm like, "Dad, stop being racist." Like, no, no, it's not racist. I mean. I just- <laughs> Yeah, I mean technically it's not because you know people assume things. Nothing、yeah. wrong with it. Yeah, I've also been asked in the past if you know I have a real name or like what my real name is, and I'm like, Anna's my real name, and、mm. they will ask me like what my Chinese name is, and I'm like, it's Anna, but in Chinese, the fuck. <laughs> like, what do you want? Do you、right. want some weird sounding Asian name so you'll be happy? Right. I don't even know how to make it one. Like, I my name's Anna. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of people also thought I'm Mexican, and then when、oh. I said 
my name's Hala. Mm-hmm. They're like, what? Like, Hala. I'm like, no. It's just Hala. Where, where is it from? From Germany. What? You don't look German. I'm like, no, duh. <laughs> I thought you were Mexican. What? Like, like, a lot of people, like, also when I was working, they would start speaking Spanish to me, and I would always be like, I don't know Spanish. Like, when you're huh? working here? Yeah. Oh. They were speaking Spanish to me. I'm like, uh, you know, hablo espanol, huh? <laughs> so, yeah. I remember, like, the kitchen ladies would, like, they, didn't, they never really talked to me. They would, like, talk to all the boys. <laughs> And then all the boys would, like, start talking, and I would just be the one doing everything there. Mm. And I feel like the ladies thought that I was just, like, always angry because when I'm busy, when I'm, like, when we're busy or during lunch um, or dinner rush, Mm. I would get into work mode, and Mm. then I start yelling for orders, and they just look at me like, what the fuck? (laughs) I remember football nights. Oh my god, that was the I don't worst. even want to think of that right now. Like, <laughs> Oh my god. Ha- did you ever work at night whenever it was like packed with like people? Like people can't move around. Yes. Because I was there one night and it was super packed. I didn't get off till like 11. Oh damn. And we still had customers sitting. And like our screen, because normally we try to hit under 30 seconds on the screen, but it was yeah. like a thousand because we just couldn't keep up. Yeah. I and remember. there was this dude that wanted fries extra crispy. And I'm like, bro, like <laughs> you want your fries extra crispy right now when you see all these other people waiting for their fries too? Like, oh my God. It was horrible. Yeah. But from that job and also from all the other jobs I've had, I've had so many people ask me if I'm mad. Mm. Like, they think that I don't like them because of my face. Yeah. But just, like, I have this face, right? Like, when I'm working, I just look like I hate everyone. <laughs> but I'm yeah. just trying to do my job because I'm, like, I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> so I always have to be, like, I'm not mad at you. Like, it's just my face. It's just my face. Or, like, if it's not at work, if I still look like that, it's probably because I'm trying to, like, hide the fact that I have anxiety and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I don't want to ha- show that there's anything wrong with me. So yeah. I just got used to, like, having, yeah, just having no reactions at all. Yeah. And then some guy that I used to work with, uh, eventually he became with, uh, friends with, like, my friends and, like, me and stuff. But he told one of my friends that he thought I didn't like him. And I was like, and I, I, I barely ever talked to him at work. It's just that I'm just quiet. Right. And I have a face that people think that is, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's, a, that's the thing when having, I call it a resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. Like, people just assume stuff. Like, yeah. I'm also, like, a shy person when I'm not in my work. Like, at work, mm-hmm. I have to act. Like, right. I'm, like, this open-minded person because right. I have, like, customers and stuff. Yeah. And um, I get that from my manager a lot. She's like, you never talk a lot when it's when it comes to the team. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, if, if I don't feel comfortable in the team or if I just, like, go through my stuff, I just don't want to talk. And right. 
and then when she like sees me up front like uh at the store talking to people like all my customers they love me they're like oh you always want to talk with us and you always ask us how you how we are and mm-hmm. stuff like that like it's it's just someone it's a person i like what's it called it's someone i created mm-hmm. that i have once i leave the door and once i'm out of work i'm me with my bitching rest face Resting and i'm like face. yes and i'm ready to like eat everyone up like mm-hmm. it's so funny yeah i think the only thing that i change when i'm working is i have a customer service voice mm. my voice gets higher yeah but i even have that voice when i'm ordering food like i'll go through a drive through and i'll just like all of a sudden have a different voice hi and i'm not even the one working i'm just the customer can i get the um venti caramel la- iced latte okay, with no. nine pumps of caramel Jesus please <laughs> that was like your order it was half and half please I don't even know how you could drink that sugar water. Like, at that point, nine pumps. Might as well just, like, put the pumps in your mouth. It was delicious, okay? Uh, it was... Excuse me? <laughs> you're, not even, you're not even drinking coffee at that point. Like, you're just drinking syrup. I like my milk with my sugar and my coffee. I see. I mean, what's your order like now? Now? Mm-hmm. Um, I usually get like a cold brew mm-hmm. or still an iced caramel latte with extra pumps. <laughs> How many pumps? Um, let's just say when I have a big drink, like mm-hmm. I work at a coffee store, so we make our own drinks too. Right. Um, so whenever I drink a caramel latte, I put, um, like, about six pumps in it. Uh Uh-huh. And the usual amount of pumps are five. Right. So I just put one more extra. And a lot of topping. Like, a lot of topping to make it sweeter. When I'm at home, I just drink one espresso shot with, like, soy milk or something. I see. That's still a lot. I can't do syrups now anymore. Like, it's just too sweet for me. Yeah. I remember I started off... I mean, I did start off with, like, really sweet drinks. Mm Mm-hmm. But eventually, like, I remember when I... It was nearing the end of high school, maybe when I started going to, like, college and stuff. Mm -hmm. I started getting iced coffee with half the amount of syrup that they usually put in there. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was usually vanilla Mm -hmm. or hazelnut. Um, and then the fact the past like two, three, two years probably, I started getting it without syrup. Yeah. Um, and I would just get it with like two percent. Okay. And that's all. But if I get iced coffee on campus at this one specific Starbucks location, I have Mm -hmm. to ask for two percent. Like I have to ask for it to be like light. Mm-hmm. On the 2% because they like pour that shit in like it's nothing. 
Mm-hmm. Like the drink will be white if you ask for two percent, just as as is. Oh damn. Yeah, they just don't. They just I kind of. They don't really care how much they're putting in there, and I'm just like at this point, I'm drinking milk because <laughs> it is milk. That would be my drink then. <laughs> so a lot of times I like would just get plain black coffee and I'll just put my own in there because I cannot trust them. Yeah. At that one location. I'm not going to say where, but it's on campus. I hate it. I still go there sometimes, but they increase their price there. Iced coffee normally is either a grande, it's either 313 or 319, mm-hmm. depending on which Starbucks location I go to. Mm-hmm. But for that one, they I don't know why they decided to charge for something after tax. And I'm just like, excuse for students. me? We are students. And they're like a third party too, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like how like Target has Starbucks oh. and stuff. Then they're not really technically corporate. Oh, so, okay. Um, yeah, it's a franchise all the one. stuff, all the stores, no matter what, on campus, they're like owned, run by like this one company. Mm-hmm. So you're employed by that company, not by the actual like store that you're working at. Kind yeah. Of thing, ah. Which sucks. So I kind of stopped. I would literally walk myself across campus. Like, like I would cross the street to an actual Starbucks, get my coffee, and then go back. Because <laughs> it's cheaper. Yeah. It's just, I don't want to walk, but I still do it. But the yeah. place I work at, like, Starbucks is super overpriced over here. So, mm-hmm. like, a venti drink is, like, four something. Right. And at my work, um, the venti, let's just say venti, size is just two forty five, no two eighty five. So a lot of USD. People, uh, no, in euros. Mm. USD would be like three twelve or something. Okay. So we have like the cheapest, but yet the best coffee. Because a lot of people, like, they come to our place and they're like, oh, your coffee is so good and it's cheap. And if you mm-hmm. go to Starbucks, you pay double the amount for, like, crap. And we're like, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's what we do. Because um, my workplace, we are a specialty in coffee. But we yeah. also sell, like, clothing, appliances, uh the technology stuff and i don't know we don't have a concept but like our main focus is coffee i see hmm. anyways let's go back to high school for a little bit um yeah when when did you i guess notice or realize that you were experiencing anxiety or any of that stuff like, um, I used to have, like, stomach pains. Like, I used to feel nauseous in, like... Like, in high school or before? And, like, um, when I was a kid, I experienced a lot of stomach pains. And the doctors, mm-hmm. like, never could figure out what that was. Right. But then, it, it just, like, my parents didn't even try anymore. So, yeah. when we moved over in 2010... Mm-hmm. to austin um i was dealing with like a lot of stomach pains before going to school 
And right. I begged my mom. I was like, hey, mom, I don't feel good. Please don't make me go to school. And she was like one of those people who would be like, well, you know, when I was your age, I used to like climb over mountains and stuff. Jesus and I still Christ. went to school. So she always made me go. Like she would not go back to bed until I left the house. Right. So um, I never took like the bus I was supposed to take because I was scared of people i was scared of uh -huh. students so i used to take like a 10 minute walk to like another bus station where my uh -huh. relative um, was taking the bus to yeah so i would wake up early get up get ready and like leave the house very early even like i had stomach pains and everything and once i saw her i felt comfortable because she was like the door to like socialing up yeah and yeah so when i was 17 mm -hmm. i went to the doctor because like i couldn't sleep at night i was like always awake and my i was like always tired and i don't know for some some reason i was like dad can you take me to the doctors like my stomach pains they're like so bad and i want to get that checked out and then we went and then uh, the doctor at that time she was like, hey, can you fill out this list for me, please? And it was like those lists with the questions, like, mm -hmm. how do you sleep? How do you feel with those? And, like, they would, like, count the points. And I had, yeah. like, a really high score. And yeah. I was 17 at that time. And then um, she was like, oh, I'm going to have to have your dad over here. I'm like, what? No. She's like, well, yeah, you have anxiety and depression. And since you're 17, I have to tell you, parent. And yeah, so my dad came in. And then she told him and I was like, so embarrassed. I felt embarrassed that my dad has to know about this, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Damn. Well, that's. I guess one of the reasons why I um, waited until I was, like, over 18 to go to the doctor. Mm. Um, for me, I don't, I don't know. I was always, like, a really shy kid. But I think the fact that, like, being in the same class, because in Hong Kong when I lived there, um, even, like, in middle school or whatever, you're with the same group of people yeah. in the same classroom. You don't go anywhere else unless it's, like, for a different, like, music or something. Then you guys go in a group. But, uh, so I would, you know, make friends very easily because I was with them for a whole year. Mm. But then, um, I think moving here kind of changed things and I was always, like, scared of what people thought of me. Yeah. Um... And I couldn't really communicate with people, like, right at the start. I didn't really know English that well. Mm -hmm. I knew what people were saying to me, but I didn't know how to respond to them. So I was always struggling. Yeah. And, um, but I think that kind of kick-started everything. Um, but I didn't really, I don't think I really started experiencing bad anxiety until towards the end of high school because that's mm. when i started talking to you about it yeah about how i was always like scared of 
i guess presentations and stuff because yeah. i remember i would try and do my presentations in esl3 my junior year during lunch because we had b lunch yeah um or like before after class or something like that mm. um but yeah i i don't know i was able to get away with a lot of presentations so i guess that helped but then like whenever college started um it kind of made things worse mm. and then it wasn't until probably my spring semester of freshman year that we went to the doctors together because you kind of made me go yeah and then you made me get a fucking panini in the way on the way <laughs> to you and i was like six in the morning when i woke up and you were like that you like tell me you wanted iced coffee that was probably one of the times that you ordered it with nine pumps yeah in the morning yeah who drinks sugar water in the morning me i guess (laughs) but um yeah i think that was when i first went on medication but i was i was only on it for like the dose that i had and then i was off because there were like things going on with my insurance company or like my mom tried to change it for some reason and it was complicated but then also like my mom didn't want me to be on medication Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that telling them would like kind of like change things a little bit, mm-hmm. but my mom thought that medication was gonna make me worse in a way, because mm-hmm. um, I didn't really understand why I had to take it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I didn't. I don't think I went on medication again for a few months. So, like the withdrawal after that was like ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't until probably because that was around april or may and i had until probably june or july and then it wasn't until january that i went back only because i told my parents i want to get my knee checked you know you remember what happened to my knee right yeah i do stupid pokemon go but it was my fault Mm. it's okay i tripped over a stupid pokemon that i didn't catch and then my knee is still kind of messed up, but it's fine. Mm. Um, so I used that as an excuse to go to the doctors and to get back on medication without telling my parents. Um, yeah. And then I kind of went off and on again because I would like lose my insurance and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I started going to UT that I decided to go back on insurance because they offer it to students and... Mm-hmm. They have really good benefits. Oh, that's nice. Um, But I didn't get it right away because I didn't know they had that. Oh. I didn't get it until like maybe, I want to say, until like last year. Mm-hmm. So before then, I was using whatever the clinic offered me. Um, and that's also why I decided to see the therapist there because they're like interns and they're free. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't think, like, in the three years of therapy, I really did anything. I think it was just mostly me talking about whatever I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think the second year, I didn't really talk about much because I wasn't going to school then. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was it. I was like, I'm getting better now. 
but then i returned to school i was like no mm. it's this is getting worse again so student therapy still talking about life to my therapist but a different one now um but i think i'll be seeing her for a while still i just hate how it's video and yeah. i don't know when everything's gonna go back to like not normal but like you know like i just want to see her in person because it's not the same it's not the same like i like like when i go to therapy how you are in an environment where like it's just you and your therapist and right. you have that kind of connection your therapist doesn't know anyone you're talking about mm-hmm. like my therapist i haven't seen her in a long time now but like right. she is kind of in the middle in the woods kind of thing and it's mm-hmm. like quiet and when the sun is shining through the uh, trees it's so calming and she also has like a very calming voice and she's like yeah well let's talk about everything and then you start talking and it just like opens up and opens up things where you're like huh right i didn't even right. know that this is connected to this and this is why i yeah. do this and this is why therapy is amazing and it makes like, you think of things exactly and like the way they ask you stuff like every time i see someone like i encourage you to go like professional help is so much better than like just asking friends like right because also we're biased yeah like like let's just say you're talking about some that's just an example like you're talking about this friend and i don't like that friend Mm-hmm. So I'm always gonna be like, uh, no, no, don't do it, don't. My ex. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> As an example. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Um, I mean, that's a whole other story to talk about. Oh my god. Exactly. Um, mm. but like the therapist, like they're always like neutral. Like, how would you feel if you would do this? Like why how would you feel if i if they would do that like they yeah. they know how to ask questions yeah and like i think sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like friends like because i know some people that like to be the therapist and right. i i don't condone that um thing at all like i call people out i'm always like hey if you are really um experiencing stuff don't put your feelings on a friend because that friend won't know how to um they don't know how to work through everything you just said because they can be like oh no it's no problem for me wrong they can always be like oh you know person a said this and that about you like they can either like talk shit about you every information that I have and then you break their trust or uh, they break your trust and it's just like it fades onto other people yeah and they're not professionally trained to work through the things that you're telling them right and I have a lot of friends that like to be like the therapist and I'm always like no get professional help don't be that person because it's gonna right. fuck you up in the end. Right. I mean, I don't mind if people want to vent. I just always tell them that, like, 
that's something you know? different. Like venting yeah, like, is different than oh, right. But like I don't mind people telling me things, but I always just like suggest them. You know, yeah. You should probably see a therapist. Well, not like always. Sometimes they just are very stubborn and don't don't want to do it. But I feel like therapy is good for everyone, no matter how you know if they're going through things or not. Yeah. Um, it just very beneficial and therapeutic in general um like just having an outlet from someone Mm -hmm. you don't know right someone you yeah well you don't know at first but they're like professionally trained to get to know you technically everything but that person like doesn't know anyone you know that's causing problems Technically, we still don't know about our therapist. They know about us. (laughs) And I talked about... Not about this with my therapist. I talked about other things. Mm -hmm. I forgot what I mentioned. But she told me that if I ever really have questions about her, she could... Like, I could ask her. Mm -hmm. And she she might might not answer. It just depends on the question. Mm -hmm. Like, about her and stuff. Mm -hmm. So... Interesting. Yeah. It's a really weird relationship. And I remember I saw on Reddit, someone was talking about how this is like like a relationship for you to prepare for like real relationships, mm-hmm. kind of, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I feel like not everyone's so lucky um, no. when it comes to meeting a new therapist because I've seen people talk about or I've read. Um, mm-hmm. people talk about how they had bad experiences that made them don't want to go anymore mm. um, or that like their therapists were very like persistent on certain things and like actually gave them advice because you're not supposed to mm-hmm. or um, yeah just people meeting bad therapists that shouldn't be in the field yeah yeah, so I'm very grateful for the people that I've met so same. far. Same, same, but same, same, same. Were you were you ever in therapy like when you were back here? Yeah. I was. And like uh, you're Daniel about it, right? Um, I had one where I wasn't like it was with she was a partner with Dr. Avashia and uh, the second therapist was actually my dad's therapist. And was it Ayers? Hmm? Ayers or something? Yeah, Jennifer. Mm. Oh, I remember the first time I'm I was... just going to expose the whole thing. Yes, let's expose everyone. <laughs> wow. No, please don't. <laughs> they're, they're nice people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember sitting in her office, like this cute little office on her couch. And, mm-hmm. sh- and she looked at me and sh- she was like, so tell me about yourself. And I started telling and she started crying. I was like why are you crying miss and she's like i can see the pain in your eyes i can see everything you've been through and i don't know it was like so sentimental like she Mm -hmm. was like you're such a young girl and you've been through so much already and the fact that you're like sitting here strong as ever is just making me sad because you have you're laughing like you're smiling now but i can see in your eyes that you are a very sad person 
and you don't have anyone mm-hmm. to talk about. And that's when my brain just went like, poof, what? <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it at first, but then... But she, it made sense, right? It did make sense. She was like, you try to be funny because you wa- you don't want people to see that you're hurting. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, <laughs> she yeah. knows some stuff about me. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of us do that when it comes to trying to like tell people our problems. Yeah. We make it seem like it's no big deal so that no one has no one has to worry about us. Yeah. At least that's what I do. Yeah. And then when I should be reaching out I don't cuz I don't like to bother people. Thanks. So like I wait until it's too, you know, it's too bad. Yeah. But um I never saw her uh i mean i saw her in the halls and stuff and she would say hi to me because like i eventually was like a long time client so she knew who i was mm. plus the fact that like the first therapist i worked with mm-hmm. um was the one that told me to go to the hospital mm-hmm. and she spoke to uh the supervisor which was your therapist about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. um before telling me again to go and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah she she probably knew who i was by then um but yeah, all the other therapists I work with there, they were all her interns, I think. Because mm-hmm. she was a professor or something, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember seeing her uh, uh, business card and she had the school logo on there. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. But yeah, it was, a, it was a ride being there. Yeah. But... I'm glad now that I'm glad I didn't decide to follow through and just like wait for another student. Not that they're bad, but I do agree with my last therapist that I needed someone more experienced. Mm. So Yeah. And like my current therapist, she's very um I guess like sometimes if I if she sees that I'm being a certain way again, she kinda like snaps me back and she's like we gotta work on this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really grateful. Like she calls me out on things, and I'm like, "Oh shit, it's real." And sometimes you just um, need that. Yeah. Yeah. But did we ever talk about how your dad reacted? I don't remember. Like, no, no, we have. I have short-term memory. Like sometimes I just can't remember what we talked about. No, but, it's okay. It's fine. Like, but um, go ahead. Yeah, no, but, like, how did your, both your parents react at first, finding out that you were diagnosed? Um, when my doctor um, brought my dad in, he, mm-hmm. like, like I said, I felt embarrassed that he has to know about this. Um, right. But he, he, he felt, like, he was very sad. Like, I could see in his eyes, like, in his face that he felt so disappointed in himself that he wasn't, like, a good dad or something like that. Uh So, um, when we went into the car, he was like, why did you never talk to me about this? I am your father. And if you feel that way, you can always, like, come to me. I'm like, dad, no, you don't understand and everything, like, the usual hey i don't want like i don't want you to know about these things you know yeah. and um 
when he knew and when we like picked up my medicine and everything mm-hmm. he started like every other day he would like take me out and drive downtown so we would have like time together but we mm-hmm. like never really talked about stuff so he like always showed me downtown so we um so i could drive by myself one day without gps or something like that but he just wanted to spend some time and then when he felt like eating he'd be like hey you want to go to like cheddar's or to chili's and you want to eat there chili's <laughs> yes chili's hi welcome to chili's <laughs> um like that was it was, oh. it was just like his way to show that he cares and yeah. my mom she moved back to germany Mm-hmm. So he called her and she was on speakerphone and when he told her she was like, "Oh, that's why she's always having those stomach problems since she was a kid." And yeah, my mom, she's like a really big supporter of mine and my sister mm-hmm. because they know how it feels like to deal with these kind of things. Yeah. And as you mentioned, like medicine, I'm not on medicine right now because I felt like a zombie. Mm-hmm. And um, I just went cold turkey in 2016. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Like, my therapist, she was mad at me when I told her, yeah, I just went cold turkey on my medicine. And she was, like, so mad. She was like, oh, you know, that could have, like, be, like, the side effects could have been, like, very dangerous and stuff, right? Like, yeah, but I just choose not to. I mean, I understand why she would be mad, but I don't think being mad is the right no. thing to do at the time. No, I told her, I was like, um, I, I know you feel mad about it, but I'm sitting here and I feel like you shouldn't be mad about this. She's like, well, it still makes me mad. I'm like, okay. I just And just it. moved on. I moved on. Yeah. My parents, I don't know if they ever try to acknowledge it. Um, Because, you know, when my mom first found out, she didn't want me to be on my medication and stuff. So, I don't know about my dad, but like, you know, like November 2016, and that was also my first semester in university, like going to UT from mm-hmm. like transitioning from community college. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, like... It was a very big change, and I was going through a lot because, you know, the relationship was, like, my ex's parents and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, It was a whole mess. Uh, November 2016 was when I had to be admitted into a hospital, mm-hmm. but not just, like, any hospital. It was, like, a psychiatric hospital. Mm-hmm. Um Didn't want anyone to visit me. Like, I didn't mind if my sister visited me because I knew she was, like... I wouldn't say chill. This is not the right word to use. Um, Just being chill about me being sad. But uh, she was like supportive of me and stuff. And yeah. she understood and stuff. And she didn't really try and question me. Because mm. I knew my parents would probably... I don't I don't think they would have questioned me. Um, But I didn't want them to feel a certain way. You know, like felt like they were... Or they failed as a parent. Yeah. Um, so I kept denying or decline, declining 
to, to see them and stuff because my sister would tell me that they want to see me and stuff and mm-hmm. i didn't want them to for like two three days mm-hmm. and then when they finally did it was so awkward like it was the awkwardest visitation that i had mm-hmm. the entire time i was there and that was the only time that i saw my parents there and all the other times it was either my ex my sister my sister's um husband mm-hmm. um and i would just talk to people on the phone yeah and that would that would be it and when i got out it was really weird like like i think we all just pretended like nothing happened but we knew that something happened mm. and because i remember like right after we got out we went straight to getting like dinner with my parents and my sister and stuff and there was just this really awkward vibe going on yeah so yeah it's just i don't know i don't know if they ever found out what actually happened to me mm-hmm. like why i had to go to the hospital yeah um and i also don't know if my sister like knows the real reason that i was there for Mm -hmm. because i don't know what all my or the uh, social worker told her yeah i just told the social worker to talk to her and stuff instead of my parents Mm -hmm. yeah i don't like i didn't like her she was on her phone a lot your nurse like i would be filling out forms and she'll be on her phone your sister or the nurse the 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 social worker oh okay and I remember as I was looking for a new therapist last year, I saw her. Oh, damn. And I was like, no. No, no I saw her on the website. Like, oh. when I was looking for one. <laughs> okay. You know, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah, I saw her on the website. I was like, uh-uh. This is not happening. Nope. So, like, yeah, I had to keep looking for someone. But, yeah. It's been a journey. And the whole hospital thing could be a complete different story because... I feel like there's a lot of things that people don't know about mm-hmm. um, when it comes to psychiatric hospitals. And I know that it's different um, with different hospitals. And, like, you know, it could be different in a different country or a different city or whatever. Yeah. And some could be better than others. Um, and some could be more strict and more serious. Because I know there's one over here, um, worse than where and when, they, like, lock every single door there is like they lock it from the inside with their key okay yeah so like i I remember delivering food there i had to like ring the bell and they would like unlock it with the key come out lock the door and then get the fruit from me oh and there were times when i would like go they would let me in and just wait but they would still lock the door Mm -hmm. they would just lock it every time it's closed Mm mm-hmm it's that intense but yeah there's a lot of things i feel like um my friends don't know about Mm -hmm. uh or just people but of course i don't i can't read people's minds i don't know what people know and people don't know true so yeah and you've never had that experience which i mean is a good thing no Um, i wanted to say that like i've i wouldn't know because I've never been to a, a psychiatrist mm-hmm. hospital. Right, right. <laughs> you a know psych hospital. I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, like, my second therapist, like, the one I was with my dad, 
like yeah the one we shared he had like a rehab kind of thingy and i remember mm-hmm. when people would go in but they couldn't get out mm. but that's about it like i i've never been hospitalized in some something like that so yeah. i wouldn't know so i think that would be pretty interesting to know what goes will, on there i will enlighten you with some stories and yes experiences <laughs> Although there's really not much to talk about, but I guess it would also be interesting to bring up um, on a different episode because mm. I remember a while back, my therapist asked me when was the last time that I actually felt completely okay. Mm-hmm. And the only time I could think of was, I, I literally told her, I was like, the only time I can think of is when I was in the hospital. That was almost four years ago. Oh, damn. I cannot think of a different time when I was actually like completely okay for a while. Mm-hmm. Because in the hospital, you're, you know, you don't have anything to do. You don't have responsibilities. You're like calm, mm-hmm. kind of at peace. They changed my medication. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and she, my therapist thought that it was really interesting that I said that. So, yeah. I don't know. I really can't think of a different time No. after that. It's for another episode. Yeah. I'll have to figure it out. I, I still ha- I have a lot of things to to figure out still with my ther- in therapy. Yeah. I still people yeah. are still listening. If you are, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a long episode. Oh, my God. But, yeah. like, you know, there was a lot of us that we talked about. Um, a lot of us. We could probably... Hmm? A lot of mental health. Right. I mean, that's that's mostly what I want to talk about. Yeah. Um. Whenever I plan on doing this podcast, um, I wanted a space for where people can share stories, mm-hmm. and people, or like a safe space, right? Even for listeners, right? Just yes. to feel like they're not alone. Exactly. You're taking I, my words out of my mouth, girl. <laughs> my bad Uh, (laughs) but also like whenever i plan to do this i i knew that you know i didn't want every episode to be so serious because i don't like to be serious all the time Nah. so there might be more like lighthearted topics maybe not like completely not serious but not like mental health stuff me talking about vines jesus christ and i feel like you know, some people don't understand why we insert the jokes or Vine or whatever references there is. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I had a friend that didn't get why I would use, like, memes. What? Um, or depression memes and stuff. Oh. Like, you know, like, some people don't understand why we, like, laugh about depression. But it's just how I cope. Yeah. So, and because if I were to cope it, or not cope it, just deal with depression the way that I, where people think that I should, I just can't be happy you know like if i'm i feel better if i like just cope with humor Mm -hmm. even though it's not that healthy Mm -hmm. so um so yeah i approach you to do this podcast yeah um but before then i actually approach like two other people Mm -hmm. um one of them actually might be a guest host here and there oh okay just depends on schedulings and stuff but the other one i don't know what happened to it the other one was supposed to be like the actual co-host because you know they live here and it's easier to do in person Mm -hmm. um but every time like 
we would talk about it, they would be down. But then when I talk more about it, they would stop responding. Um, they would respond to other things like about school and stuff. But and we actually talked about it in person too. And that's one thing that like kind of makes me like upset is that we actually plan this thing in person and then we talked more about it. And I was ready to go, but it never happened. And I was like, I'm not waiting. Like, and then I just hit you up, even though we would have to figure out how to record this whole thing, like, yeah, I was, over the internet. I was so surprised about that because whenever I hear podcasts, I associate like people talking in a room, not even right. online, even though yeah. there's probably podcasts that are online with people who like record stuff. But like, right. I was kind of like, I was confused. Like, I was happy that you, like, talked to me about it. But I was, like, also uh-huh. kind of confused because it's 2 in the morning for me right now. Uh, what yeah. time is it for you? It's 7 p.m. See? So, like, the time difference, like, the time zones was, like, one of the factors where I was kind of like, oh, I'm not sure if it's going to work out. But um, I'm also, like, one of those people, like, if you don't push it, I'm not going to do it. But I'm glad that you pushed it and I'm glad to be a co-host of this Mm -hmm. because... I'm glad you agreed to do it with me. (laughs) And um, since you are my best friend, I'm down to do anything with you. Anything? Anything and everything, girl. Let's break the law. Let's break the law. Authority. I'm so scared of authority. <laughs> it's my anxiety. It's like as, I, I, as you're breaking the law, you're like, I'm so scared. Yes. Like, so what? <laughs> um, no, kidding. Um, But yeah, like, if we can, like, we are now making this work, that would be so dope. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you asked me. And yeah. I'm pretty sure we can make that. Everything you put in your mind, you can make something out of it, you know? <laughs> I just put serotonin into my mind with medication. Oh. That's all. That's all you need. But speaking of medication real quick. Like, yes. I don't think I should be on the medication that I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. Because there are certain things I'd never told my doctor. I don't think I ever will now because it's been too long. Oh, damn. Yeah, because yeah. if I feel like if I tell her now, she's gonna be like, "Why did you?" I'm sure me? she will be glad that I told her, right? Yeah. Or that I tell her, but I don't know. I should have told her. Um, November 2018. Mm-hmm. So it's been almost two years, and I can't do that now. <laughs> but yeah. I've had so many medications. First, Same. first I was on like citalopram. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. That was like my favorite one, but my body yeah. started to reject it after two years of taking it. Mm-hmm. And then I was on Wellbutrin. Wellbutrin? Yeah. And but I it lasted for like a month or two because I didn't like the side effects. And then they put me on Zoloft. 150 milligrams mm-hmm. and that made me drowsy really mm-hmm. that made me fat 
and I'm I mean, still it's different fat. for everyone. Um, it's different for everyone. Yeah, and then as I'm not, sh- I forgot the name, but it was like something like with something with F. F. Yeah. I don't know. But I I took it for like two weeks and then I stopped. Press F to pay respects. Yes. <laughs> What's something um, with like flux, fluxo? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But we'll leave the rest for later. Yeah. That's a lot. To take um, in for the first episode. <laughs> I mean, it's also been a long time now. It's been over an hour. Yeah. An hour and 18 but minutes yeah. on the dot. We upload, what, every week? Yeah. Probably every Tuesday or Wednesday. Yes. Um, you'll find out when you see it but yeah thanks for listening and we'll talk soon smooches bye bye bye